<laughs> and we are back. We're back. So, yeah. we give, we're, we're all out of sorts here, folks. <laughs> it's been uh, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been a hot minute, but we are back. The Beer Bros are here. We are finishing off the uh, Brews in the Burbs Part 5. Yeah. It's my turn. I get to close us out. I'm Best cl- for last year? I'm, I'm hoping so. I got some. I, I know for a fact there is one incredibly good beer right here. There has the other, to be. The other, Absolutely. Well, I've had it, so I know it's good. I've had Zero one of the beers in this as well. Which one? Obscurity. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we got two probably guaranteed good ones, <laughs> uh, but let's hope to bat four for four. Uh, it's Joe, in case you forgot, and with me as always, <laughs> it's Rob. <laughs> Rob's with me. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute. Oh, we forgotten. We're almost to the weekend. It's, yeah, we... This week needs to end. Half day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Then we get a fun little bachelor party in the city that we're looking forward to, which we will probably be drinking several, if not dozens of beers. I, I'm gonna lean. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the over on that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say dozens. Should we for come sure. up with an over under for how many beers like you and I both consume together? Yeah, together. It's like the over under. I'll I'll set it at 53.5. Okay. Um I mean it depends. I know I know Griff over, is going to get Miller Lite. Over so. over a 24 pack each. If it's Miller Lite, yeah, it, it's going to be over. All right. All right. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to take the over on that. We'll 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 for anyone betting at you know home, what? we'll let you know. There no payout. Yeah, yeah. No payout. Just uh we'll keep you updated though. Just a lot of self-shame. Um so <laughs> <laughs> we're here uh, before we jump into it all, though, Rob, it's been a hot minute, so why don't you tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yep, download and tapped if you haven't already. Beer Bros is our username. Email us, DeBeerBros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. T- Twitter, at Bros one Instagram, Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and Beer Racket videos on YouTube. Yes, sir re. Uh, so, it is my turn. I had four breweries to choose beers from. Where did you get those beers from? Well, what do we got? Number here? one on the on the list we have from Church Street Brewing is Heavenly Hellas Slogger. So, on uh, Church Street, we've had a couple beers from there. Yeah. Uh, Goldfinger Brewing, uh, Vienna Style Lager. I have Always enjoy made a Vienna Style Lager. I have made high claims about this. I think it's uh, on it par to it? with. Dovetails. Ooh, okay. Very high praise. Yeah. Um, from Obscurity Brewing, Rob has had this one. Good Kiss Braggot IPA. I don't know what a braggot is. Uh, it's an award. So It's some kind of award ceremony that they do in craft beer, and they want it, so they just call it a braggot IPA. Cool. Good work. Good work, Obscurity. Uh, and then we've got from Workforce Brewing, Double Dry Hopped, formerly known as... Uh, I think you could piece together what that what that one is. Um, More to that one. Yes, uh, very intrigued. The only I, good kiss was the only one I had to do a uh, which call it audible on. I was going to do a blueberry wheat ale. Interesting. That they had, but uh, Benny's only had this and a few others, so okay. I, I went with this. Um, but yeah, I, we got we got a nice little nice little spread here. Nice little lineup here. Um, and without further ado, let's jump into. Church Street Brewing's Heavenly Hellas. Uh, Leading off. Yes. 
Church Street is located in Itasca, Illinois, and was founded in 2012. Uh, it was founded by Joe Gre uh, Gregor. He got his start in brewing because his son bought him a brewing kit, thinking, you know, his dad could use a hobby. Joe, who is a former chemical engineer, enjoyed brewing so much that he kind of began laying the groundwork to open a brewery. So, nice. kind of cool, just to, you know, like, we always love those kind of, like, weird, humble beginnings, and, you know, just a brewing kit and a chemical engineer, all, all it took to, to make a pretty damn good brewery. If I'm, so, so. I wonder if he was, like, retired when he started it? Must have been, yeah. Because you, know, you always hear that, like, people kind of get bored after retirement. Right. With a hobby, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll certainly have to dig more into, uh, sometimes these places, they don't put all the history in yeah. there, so. But, you know what, we can always do a profile episode in the future. Yes. And... And discuss we'll it we'll, even further. We'll dig, yes. Uh, description of the beer here. One of Germany's quintessential beverages, utilizing old world... What the fuck is... Decotation? Decoction? Decoction mashing techniques for a truly unique sweet malt character. This gentle drink also features... Hands in the way, Rob. Uh, <laughs> also features a straw-colored clarity. That's clearly heavenly. I like it. 5.4% ABV on that. Um, this smells really good. Let me get a smell on this. Ooh. Yes. Uh, very little bready. Bready, very lice kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very, very pleasant smelling beer. Uh, let's take a look at the can here. Church Street always has very interesting. Yeah. Kinda, it's supposed to be like, you know, like church window murals or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever stained they call Stained glass windows. Stained glass windows. Yeah. Thank you. I think we do that every time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, but here you get like you get like this angel with red hair, like huge wings, and she's got a beer in her hand. Nice, pretty cool. Uh, the color scheme just nice and muted, but very very nice looking. Good looking can. Uh, but yeah, like Rob said, this smells great. You get that just perfect kind of golden, crisp looking beer. It just looks delicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this just looks like I need to be having it in, like, a stein or right, something like that. Right. But We're just bathing it. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, there's really nowhere else we can go from there, so cheers. <laughs> mm. It's like a subtle sweetness to it. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, not yeah, it's not like super duper sweet, but mm -mm. yeah, nice kind of uh, sweetness, especially with Hellas's. Sometimes you know you can get that weedy kind of taste too. I think that maybe There's helps. A slight bit of that, but it's more like I would say on the bready, like biscuity side. Right, like the sweetness kind of helps uh, dilute that a little bit. Yeah, make it a little bit more, just a little more enjoyable. I feel. I really like that. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm -mm. Oh, you got the scoring right. Good. Yes. Um, I mean. Let's try to think of some food pairings here on this. I mean, this is a this is one that really can go well with a lot of things. Absolutely. Even with that kind of sweeter taste, I think it's just going to accentuate anything else that you're eating it with. I agree. Um, I'm gonna. I think this is a really good burger beer. Okay. Like, just yeah. get get yourself a nice solid Angus beef burger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What throw, are you throwing on there? Uh, you always ask. I always. You know, let's throw some onion straws on there. Yeah, uh, some barbecue sauce then. But yeah, I like but yeah, Usually that like, like a whiskey river, yeah. whiskey river barbecue yeah, yeah, burger. Yeah. I feel like that would go really well with that. That kind of maybe more vinegar taste from your barbecue sauce is gonna pair nicely with this sweeter kind of beer. It kind of reminds me of Crispy Boy actually from Alarmist. Uh, just kind of that light, you know, slight 
slight breadiness, slight sweetness, a very similar crushability. Um, I, the fact that it's so light in taste, I feel like I could down this even with deep dish pizza. Okay. Uh, so I usually Go deep dish. Yeah, I prefer like green pepper, onion, and sausage on mine. Um, I'm just so. a, I like a, just a crumble sausage on okay. it. Okay. I. I don't mind if there's other stuff on it, but like a crumble sausage deep dish. Yeah, that's my go-to. Well, I usually I, I never go patty. I I always go crumble sausage for deep. Dish. Serial killers go with patty. <laughs> crumble all the way. Yes, uh, and then you know, Lumonati's is very close to me, and you have to get the butter crust with it. Oh, of course. And I think course. it would. It, I mean, you're set. That's your Friday night right there. Yeah. Uh, actually, good move on deep dish jalapenos. Ooh, jalapenos! I haven't and tried that yet. It's Only I've had it on like thin crust pizza, deep dish pizza. Very good. That makes sense though, just because uh, you know all the sauce. I feel like could kind of cool your mouth as yeah. well. So interesting. Yeah, I, I could definitely see deep dish. Uh, yeah, Lumalnati's is probably the best one to go with, just that buttery kind of taste. Yeah, uh, very very good choice. I like that. Time of year wise, Rob, when are you best enjoying a heavenly Hellas from Church Street? I mean, obviously, I think I could drink this year-round, but optimally, I'm definitely picking the summertime. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, I think it's supposed to be a high of like 80, 85, 86. I this think would it would be, be a perfect, perfect year for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you could even, even hotter temperatures, I feel like you could drink this as well. It's refreshing. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, very refreshing, very crushable. Uh, definitely can fit that uh, heat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to drinking this in the fall. I, I agree with you. Like summer, I yeah. think is definitely the most ideal. But fall, I feel like, you know, sitting around a bonfire, that yeah. crisp air, sweater weather, I feel like this would really go well together. Uh, Maybe just, throw a s'more in there. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you insist. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to save myself a can or just pick myself up another four pack of this because yeah. uh, this is a beer that I certainly will go back to. Um, but definitely want to try and save that. Try and pair it during that time of year because I feel like I feel like it would be really good. Like okay. that 60, 70 degree weather, perfect for it. Did we say ABV 5.4? Yeah, okay. 5.4, nice and easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing nothing too high ABV wise on this, which is surprising with me. Yeah. Um, I was kind, <laughs> but yeah, very good beer. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and score this one, Rob. You want to tell people the scoring rubric? Yes. While we got it. So we got zero to one, sip, sip, dump, uh, one to two, if it's free, like a Bud Light, two to three, one and done, not that great, um, three to 3.5, one and done, would get again, probably just didn't fit the time of year, or it just, yeah, just not, it's not good timing for it. Mm -hmm. You have to switch to something lighter or something. Or it's just a very heavy beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are some beers that are just, you're, you're good on one and that's it. Yeah. Uh, 3.5, 1 to 4 would get again but better on tap. Uh, 4 to 4.99, reliable like Gumball Head, Daisy Cutter, beers like that. And then 5, top tier perfect beer for Joe. It's Antihero. For me, it's Guinness. Absolutely. With that knowledge, Rob, what are you scoring Church Street Brewing's Heavenly Hellas? So I'm trying to think if... So I'm going back to like our Crispy Boy um, score and I had a 4.29 you had a 4 flat I'm trying to decide if I like this more I, I definitely would say it's more crushable I, I would say I think just because there is that slight sweetness to kind of balance it I think Crispy Boy I think, had I think there's a little bit bad. more flavor to this okay um, 
Chris, not that Crispy Boy didn't have flavor, but you know, Pilsners, I feel like, you know, they're, they are just kind of run of the mill. They're good, they're enjoyable, but they don't really have that big oomph factor, I suppose. Right. I think this ha- this does have that. I think that sweetness is a nice little touch to it. Um, so if I, I mean, I think this is an old reliable. I think this is definitely one I would want to go back to. I'm going to give this a 4.21. I like this one. And I am going to be right around there. I'm going to go 4.3 flat right there. Uh, I, I do really enjoy this beer. I'll so. stage me on my own show. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's a good start. It, yes, a good start yes, I, I like it. Um, we got, we got, we got the big one here. This is, this is. I'm putting my stamp of approval on the line here. Okay. If you don't like this, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna leave, because then I'll have to. But I'll be sad. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna change. We're gonna change tapes, and we'll be right back. Awesome. Forgot to clink. Alrighty, here we go. Beer number two. My nuts are on the line here. The big one. Goldfinger Brewing Vienna Style Lager. Uh, Goldfinger is located in Downers Grove and was founded in 2020. So pretty new. Wow, very new. Uh, Founder Thomas Beekman, a descendant of Marcus Goldfinger, who is a 19th century brewer and brewing equipment manufacturer, whose presence was most prominent in Poland and uh, Czechia. Uh, Beekman also received a master's, master brewer's diploma from the World Brewing Academy uh, in Chicago and Munich. And then the description of the beer. One of our favorite lager styles of beer to brew for its malt complexity, yet infinite drinkability. Due to the double decoction, again, double decoction method of brewing, we achieved a unique depth of malt flavor that is balanced by Czech size hops. The beer is copper in color with a medium body for a slightly more robust drinking experience. Why does the can kind of remind me of like it, like an energy drink does or it, something? It, it look it doesn't it look familiar. Like it like does. it looks like it when looks I when like, I saw the logo at first, I was like, I feel like I've seen this before. What was that like? Um, that skater brand, Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. That's it, what it reminds me. Oh, of. the color scheme too is like literally Rockstar. Yes. Um, it's like checkered black and red. Yeah, checkered uh, black and red, and then you got like the gold, the gold, the gold lettering, the yep. big G. Um, cool crest, though. Like very uh, cool. Like it kind of looks like a soccer, like soccer team crest. Yeah, or, uh, like, like even kind of like a maze. I, I get kind of like maze vibes for it. It's a very easy maze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you fight the pediatric office. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like a shield. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of cool shield, um, but let's take a look at the beer itself. That's, I mean, that is a nice, wow. cop, nice looking beer. Very bubbly. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a lot of bubbles flowing up. Uh, definitely very copper, almost like. Uh, Could you scroll down the page so we can maybe get the ABV? a slight orange hue? Here we go. Five point five ABV, so right along the lines with Evan. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, copper hue. And that smell you get that malt that oh, yeah. malt smell really all you're getting is that is just malt I I, I want that candle for like fall the, like yeah this October, would be a really nice like fall around, candle like I really I want that in a candle form yeah I would I would absolutely agree um, you know Goldfinger I kind of set like I kind of set it off air but it is really like the dovetail of the suburbs like they only I've I've been to the brewery 
very similar vibes in terms of just like the layout and like very simplistic looking. Yeah. And specializing like European brews only. Yeah, only you don't see European IPAs or pale ales, or, unless Correct. it's like an English style. I would say. Correct. Yeah, it's it's all all European styles. Some very hard to pronounce beers, <laughs> uh, but this one I had. It's it's delicious. Rob, well, let's find out. Moment of, moment of truth. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you drink well, first. It's kind of it. That glass, that glass is always scary to me. <laughs> it's intimidating. Wow, that's terrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is very tasty. Yeah. Wow. Now, I mean, I feel like a lot of Vienna-style lagers kind of subdue some of the maltiness. You know, this one is kind of packs more of a punch. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't overdo it at the same time. Correct. Yeah. Uh, now, I want to say, it comes close to being... It, Dovetail's Vienna Style Lager is still better. Like, yeah. Still a, still a better beer, fantastic beer, but... Did we review it? We might have. It might be the first one we did of the season. We did I, We did a Dovetail episode. We did do it, so... So, oh my god. That's <laughs> um, yeah, it's not going to quite hit that number, 4.78 for me, but... Uh, I mean, this, this is just a very crushable, drinkable beer. Um, the, the malt is delicious, but not overpowering. Yeah. Because I, there are some Vienna stuff, or just lagers in general, that are just a little bit too malty. You can't, you know, it's, it's hard to drink more than like one or two. Yeah. But this is a, you get a no, four pack. I, I could definitely finish a four pack. Put, one night. put this thing in a stein. Yes. It's, you're going you're gonna to have yourself a good time. This is like I feel like the aftertaste is even like more delicious. Mm-hmm. It sits on your tongue very well. It, it does, and it's not like it's unpleasant. It's not, you know, we do kind of complain on the podcast sometimes on how like some beers will stick on your tongue, and it's just like it, it kind of ruins the beer a little bit. I feel like this is like so pleasant mm-hmm. that I don't care. I don't care if it sits on my tongue. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it, it does not overstay its welcome. No, you stay all night. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a food pairing for this? I mean, you know, take your pick of the litter of like German foods, pretzel, bratwurst, whatever you want to go with. Like, yeah. Whatever, whatever thing that Rob and I always say whenever we're drinking <laughs> these. Um, yeah. Like the, the, those are gonna go perfectly, perfectly together. Yeah, sausage, kraut, mustard. I think you're set. Yeah, uh, Rob. You know, is this a good changeup? From an Oktoberfest beer. Uh, it's probably one of the best change-ups yes. from an Oktoberfest. I mean, just because you are still getting a lot of that malty taste, but it's not going to be as heavy as an Oktoberfest beer. So right. this would probably rank up there as one of my number one change-ups from an Oktoberfest. Oh, all right. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to go to Goldfish. I, I think you'd really like the brew. They have a lot of... I, I haven't had a beer I didn't like from there. Uh, even just their normal lager is delicious. Um, but I mean, this, I had this one and I, I knew this was literally the inspiration yeah. for this series. Okay. I was like, I need to get this on the show. This is a great beer. Nice. Um, Rob, time of year wise, what, what is your most ideal time? It's the fall. I mean, this is yeah. like, I feel like, um, that taste lingering kind of almost gives kind of like a warm type of feeling to you. Um, and especially when the air t- starts to chill. Uh, I think it's going to be perfect for that uh, occasion. I mean, I could, I could still probably even drink this in the winter time too. Um, oh yeah, 
uh, maybe even in the su summer, maybe even in the hotter hotter months, but optimally, yes, fall time, absolutely. I'm I'm just picturing this like you're out at like a barbecue place, like you're out like they got like an outdoor pit, yeah, kind of like stars and stripes, yeah. Like I'm just picturing having this beer right there, like it's kind of like this right now where it's a, it's a little, it's still a little bit light out, but it's you know it's getting a little dark, yeah. Uh, and you're just you're just chilling out, having some good barbecue. And you have this beer. I think it's just a... You're set. Yeah, a, a fantastic beer. What are you scoring this, Rob? So, right. so Vienna Style, you had a 4.4. I had a 4.78. Higher or lower? For me, it's just slightly lower. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be just at like a 4.37. Like I'm, It's just that close. And I'm even like looking back, I probably wish I would have rated... Uh, dovetails vienna lager just a little higher just because i like this beer so much mm -hmm. um but yeah i'll be at a 4.37 here 4.37 yeah i i really like this one uh i mean it, it's it's right there this is the better call saw to vienna styles breaking bad you were at 4.78 yeah um i'm just gonna go 4.75 uh, th this is a fantastic beer we both went uh 0.03 lower <laughs> oh i Unintentional. They didn't realize it. Uh, but just a a very, very good beer. Um, if, if you've never had it, do yourself a favor. Go to your local Benny's. Go go to Goldfinger. You did find it. it at Benny's. I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it's not at Benny's, it's not worth drinking. True. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but otherwise, you know, make the trek to Downers Grove. Have yourself have yourself one on tap. It's delicious. Um, I bought the, the glass specific for it. To drink out of it, so what kind of glass is it? So it's it's not a stein. It's it's kind of like it's more of like a mug. Uh, it's like kind of a more circular mug. Okay, I'll have to show you a picture of it. But it's yeah, it's it's not your like traditional like stein. But it's like a it's like a smaller it's a smaller version. It's like a mug. It's a stein. It's a mug stein. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, it'll make sense when you see it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very. But it has the handle on it. Yeah, it has a handle on it. Okay. Robin, anything else? Did I did I do good? You did good. Yeah, yeah. You this. did good, kid. <laughs> uh, this is a, a fine beer. Uh, please do yourself a favor and have this one. Absolutely. Alrighty, Rob. Any last notes here on Goldfinger's Vienna Style Lager? I think that's it for me. All right, let's move into the IPA portion of the show. We'll be right back with Obscurity Brewing's Good Kiss. Alrighty, here we are. We are on to beer number three. But first, Rob, this might be the first time in show history where you and I have both gotten a fresh cut, like almost back-to-back -back days. Yeah, uh, just what, like when did you go? I got it right before Labor Day, so oh. like the Thursday before Labor Day. So not not that fresh, okay. but it's, fresh it's still, enough. It's still looking very fresh. Thank you. Yours is looking mighty fresh like just, just on today just just on today <laughs> just about an hour ago I got, I, got, I, got, I got back who did you go see i went to go see our guy candido of course of course he is the best in the business you had to elevate salon on calendar street calendar uh right in downtown lagrange right in downtown lagrange make your make yourself an appointment with candido i mean he knows what he's doing he's been yeah. doing this for years now uh you know he he keeps you entertained he tells you what he's doing it is the best haircut you can ask for. 
very much professional. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he like Joe said, he talks you through his process. Call Elevate Salon today. Ask for Candido. Tell him the beer bro sent you, and he will. Damn it! I you were gonna. Are you gonna? Do, are you gonna do it this time? Give you a fist bump. Lame. Uh, <laughs> what did you have in mind? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> yep, just a fist bump. It's September. Nothing special. Spooky season. We'll have a special deal. It is still summer, though. You can still get the summer summer slim eyebrows. eyebrows uh, looking. He doesn't really cut my eyebrows. They're oh, slim, okay. They're slim enough. Yeah, probably because my my head's kind of fat, so you know. Mine are more messy, so. That's what you get. <laughs> Please call Elevate Salon, ask for Candido, tell them Dubirbro sent you. Absolutely. Alrighty. Obscurity Brewing, Good Kiss Braggot IPA. Thank you. You are my friend. Obscurity Brewing is located in Elburn, Illinois. It was founded in 2018. Obscurity is also a meadery and also has a barbecue pit. So a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in Obscurity. Uh, Obscurity is... Yeah, we love we love to hear this. They are committed to giving back to the community, and due to being located in the middle of Elburn's agro district, they are able to locally source from local farmers, and will also repurpose their spent grain and give it back to those local farms. So very nice. Always great to see that. Um, just give back to that community. Be self you know, help be as sustainable as possible. The world is a little less shitty for it. Um, I'm gonna have to try their mead next time I go. I, I'm, I'm just a, curious. I'm not a mead. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a mead person. I've never had mead, and I feel like I, you know, it's just you have to try it like once. Rob, it's like like a worse sour. Oh, then maybe I, I thought it was a mix between like a beer and wine. Like there's more like dry, it's, you know, ones. At least the ones I've had, they're more fruity. Okay. Well, maybe I won't. <laughs> but I will always go back for that barbecue because I, the barbecue is phenomenal. I, I need to go. I mean, I live close by it now. Yes. So, um, it's a great date night. You're right. When you're right, you're right, Rob. <laughs> uh, well, you know, date night, good kiss. Rob and I gave me a good kiss. Hey. Rob, Rob gave me a good kiss on date night. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 2022. It's okay. <laughs> Good Kiss is a braggot IPA fermented with buckwheat honey and hopped with citra and mosaic to give it a delicious balance of citrus and malt with a smooth finish. Citrus and mosaic, the Pippin and Jordan of hops. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Looks confused. Mmm. That's a good smell there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that smells. Wow. Maybe I didn't. I, so I have had this beer before. It was part of my other beer news um, yes. a couple of weeks ago. Um, but maybe I just didn't smell it. But yeah, this smells fantastic. Um, but I want to talk about the can here too. Psychedelic. This is a. Yes. This. I mean, this. The whole reason I bought this was because of the can. It immediately grabbed my attention. You got all this kind of psychedelic tie. Not really tie dye, but just like just art. Yeah. Like kind butterfly looking, butter, type like, of like, stuff. like like this is looks like a Beatles album, right? It here. does, yeah. Uh, that's a great way to describe it. And you got the you got the lips there with like honey dripping out of them. I hope that's kind of like the Rolling Stones lips. Well, yeah, like Beatles yeah. with Rolling Stones. Yeah. I, I kind of tippy vibes. I thought know? like Rocky Horror Picture Show, but that's okay. just me. Spooky season is among us. Um, I don't know what this orange stuff is dripping from the. Lips. I think it's I think it's supposed to be honey. Oh, that would make sense. Okay, buckwheat honey. Yeah. So I think that would be it. But yeah, very very cool looking can. Also interesting, like 
gold top here. Gold top, yeah. Very gold. interesting. Is it gold on the bottom too? No, no. Silver on the. It's just the 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 top is all gold. Everything yeah. else is silver on this. So never really seen that before. Interesting. interesting. Uh, but back to the beer. Uh, this is a like I don't want to say like hazy, but it's just like you cannot see through it this thing at all. It looks like a dark Hefeweizen. Um. Yeah, you know? I could I see that. Um, yeah. I know there's a specific beer name for it. It's. But it, it um, it's losing me right now. <laughs> don't worry about it. We don't, we don't want to play those games. Um, but the, yeah, this smells very good. I mean, you get that mosaic uh, citra smell just right very there. Very citry. Um, I, I think this one's going to be. I, I think I'm going to like this one. Let's dive in. Right, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. It's not hmm. my all-time favorite. It is definitely more subtle than I think the smell. Yes. On. And that's kind of what I remember for it. Like I just It's kind of you don't get like I when I think of mosaic, I kind of think more like a dry type of finish with it. I guess you don't you don't really get that um it's, I feel like you almost get like more maltiness in the hops. Um, yeah, I, I get, I, I'm getting the hop taste to it. It's, it's like a subtle bitterness to it on the back. That's, yes, that's that hop there. I don't taste a whole lot of malt. But yeah, I mean, like if we had to use one word to describe this beer, subtle is what I would say. Very subtle. Like it is, it, especially with that Doesn't smell. Like you think you would think this thing would be packing a punch. With, yeah, with taste. But um, not, not that it's a bad thing. No, it's, it's just more subdue. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Uh, right. What would you pair this with? Do you have a uh, pairing for it? Because this no, one, I, this me, one uh, I can see you could have. A, this one could be a, a hard one to pair with. Yeah, um, I mean it's definitely light enough where I don't think you could go wrong with like many different things. Right. It's more of because I get more maltiness with like a slight citrus taste to it. I'm just trying to think what where I want to go with this. I'm gonna go with ribs. Okay. Uh, especially just obscurity. They have they have the barbecue pit. Like, That's true. You just, you get yourself like a, I'm not going to go full slab. I'm not an animal. I'm going to go half a slab. <laughs> uh, you know, just get yourself like some ribs. I, mean, I feel like the, the, maybe more like a heavier on the dry rub than a like saucy rib. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I feel like that would go well together. Okay. Then, yeah, I guess for me, I'll probably just go with the brisket just because that was, when I was there, that was probably the, the best brisket I've, I've had. And I did try this beer with it. And wow. it was. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with the brisket. Brisket, I like it. Uh, time of year wise, Rob, what would you what would you say is the most ideal time for good kiss from Obscurity Brewery? I probably would go fall again on this one, just because, like I said, I get more of a maltiness. I definitely wouldn't drink this in the dead heat in the summer months. 
um, you know, definitely want to have this in cooler months. Maybe the slight sweetness kind of lends to the winter as well. Um, you know, with the maltiness kind of having that type of warm feeling. But uh, I'll go fall again on this. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would I would agree with you there. It, not that it would be bad any other time. Um, and this is 6.5%, so it's not it's not like it's super heavy in ABV. It doesn't sit heavy either. It's, um, yeah, I, I would say fall. You could certainly do that. You could probably have this in the spring. Dead heat of summer, maybe not so much. But um, it is subtle enough where it's not going to be... It's not going to be bad at any time. Yeah. What are, what are you scoring? Obscurity, good kiss. So I guess I'm not... I'm thinking I'm not dying to go back to it. I definitely would drink it again. Um, I've had it on tap um, already. So I guess I'm just going to go slightly below would get again better on tap and go one and done, but would still have it again. Uh, I'll go with 3.43 on this one. Yeah, I was pretty much going to be right there. You know what? I think for the first time in history, we're just going to go in with the same score, 3.43. Um, it's 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 a beer that, like... If, I don't hate it. It's just... You don't hate it if, I'm like... I'm not dying to get it again. If you go to the brewery and you're you're just, like, looking, you're like, you know, there's not really anything that really jumps out of me, I'm going to give myself a good, a good kiss. Yeah, or you're um, just kind of feeling like an IPA. Right, yeah. It's it's not it's it's not rechanging the game. It's just a no. nice, solid IPA, but I probably wouldn't... Probably have to, but I think just the taste... It doesn't blow you away. One and done. Not switch it to something else. Yeah, maybe pro- probably would would just I would get it again, but I would probably want something else. Yeah, it's interesting. I like I want to like this beer so much more just because it's it's an award winning beer. But I mean, you know, a lot of people a lot of people it. win awards, and it's, I don't agree with it. So it's true. I mean. Better, no, I'm not going to get into I'm not going to get into that. Uh, That's a different podcast. Different podcast, different podcast. Anything else here on Obscurity Brewing's Good Kiss, Rob? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Let's get up to our final beer right after this. Ching. That was terrible. All righty. Here we are. The final beer of Brews in the Burbs. We have from Workforce Brewing, double dry hopped, formerly known as. Workforce Brewing is located in Plainfield, and it was founded in 2012. Uh, Workforce offers a CO2 tank exchange program. Uh, and if it's older than five years, they will hook you up with a new tank. Oh. There wasn't a lot of information out there about Workforce. It happens. Uh, also, they have a beer called Big Chungus. If it were not a stout, it would have been on the show. I have a Frisbee golf disc yeah. with Big Chungus on it. Mostly because we call my dog Big Chungus, so it, it made me think about it. Um, description here. An American IPA brewed with Citra and Amarillo hops. Dry hopped with Citra and Amarillo. Yeah, we know that. Dry. That's redundant. Dry hopped with Citra and <laughs> And then dry hopped again for an even bigger flavor and aroma. Maybe that's the point they're trying to get across. Like yeah, but it's just triple, triple hopped, but it's, it's double. Don't make no sense. Yeah. Um, can wise. Uh, is this lettuce? Um, oh no, it's a hop. Yeah, it's a hop. Yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. I, you know how much weed I've looked at? I should have known that for the start. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Not lettuce. <laughs> so it's, maybe I'm maybe I'm hungrier than I thought. Um, <laughs> hop. It's a hop, and that's it. Chopped in half. Chopped in half. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's take a look at the beer. This also looks like lettuce. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not a great <laughs> beer. It's uh. Um, almost, it's a little bit, little bit lighter than Good Kiss. Uh, you could yeah. certainly see your fingers through it. Kind of like your typical looking IPA, I would say. Yeah, I would um, say there's like a slight copper look to it. Um, but uh, definitely more on the, yeah, like Joe said, typical IPA. Get us back. Get us back. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. What's the ABV? 6.8%. So, uh, yeah, still pretty, pretty easy going on there. Yeah. Smell-wise, Rob, are you picking up anything major? I'm not really getting a lot of smell. It's just a very... It's more like subdued hops. Yeah. I mean, you definitely I definitely pick up the hops, but it's more like kind of like pulled back a little bit. Right. Yeah, it's, it, it, this it's was not... overpowering. Um, this would be one that, like... so pleasant, though. You probably wouldn't want to can a lot of it because no. it's really not that strong smelling, but it's not... Definitely wouldn't want to soap. Never. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Rob, smells one thing, taste is another... There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, that's a hoppy boy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a tale of two beers here. Obscurity was very strong in smell, but very subtle in taste. Workforce, uh, or uh, Double Dry Hop, formerly known, I'm just going to call it Workforce. Yeah. Um, it's a mouthful. It <laughs> is very subtle in smell, but much stronger in taste, and... That bitter back, that bitter taste on the back of your tongue, uh, this is what I look for in a beer. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, uh, you know, kind of the hop taste does, um, you know, wane down right away. Yeah. But it does leave that slight bitterness that you get from a lot of yeah. IPAs. Um, kind of reminds me of a West Coast IPA, I would say. Yeah, I could, I, I could certainly see that. It's not as, like, creamy, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, or definitely dry, but... Yeah, definitely that kind of, like, lingering taste. That, that lingering that, hop yeah. or, like, you know, um, almost like a wet hopped beer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, Rob, if you were going to pair double dry hopped, formerly known as, what would you what would you pair this with? Um... You know, I just think there, there's a lot in the taste, so I don't want to yes. take too much away from it. Uh, I'm probably going to go, like, uh, dry season wings with this, actually. What kind of dry seasoning? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, Not lemon pepper. We see that too many times. Right, right. <laughs> I, I definitely wanted a more, like, a smoke-style wings. I feel like that kind of that might lend towards the taste, yeah. but... Um, I mean, I'll I'll go with either like, even like just a standard barbecue is fine. I I, I like more on the hot side though. I prefer like a buffalo dry rub if I'm gonna have one. Right. Um, but you know, it's definitely one of those that I I don't even think I would dip the wings in like ranch just because just I feel like straight the, up. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the ranch is probably gonna take away from the beer. So just wings straight up. I like it. Um, I, I think you know you could have this with a lot of things. I think this is a good appetizer beer. Yeah, especially just that bit, that that bitterness that sits on the back of your tongue. It might. It, I don't think it will, but it could for some people who aren't as big of fans of on bitterness. Could like sit back there and kind of maybe not not ruin, but just kind of dilute the taste on those sure. things. 
So, you know, onion ring, mozzarella stick, yeah, fried like mushrooms, that. whatever you want to go with, fried pickles, whatever you want to go Ooh, with. Fried pickles. I love fried pickles. That's uh, that's an underrated one. Very, very underrated. Um, it's on the Mount Rushmore of underrated things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is a good appetizer beer. Time of year? I mean, not selling like a broken record, but like fall is probably the ideal time. Yeah, I could fall I, or spring. I could enjoy this in the winter too. Like, you know, I, I obviously I'm an IPA guy. Like, I love IPAs all time of the year. Yeah, I could certainly see this. Like, you know, I'm just kind of chilling at home, just relaxing. Like, this would be a good beer just to sit back. Maybe I'm playing some video games. Sure, I just want a beer to sip on for a little bit. This yeah. is the one I choose. I could drink this in the winter too. I, I mean, for me though. Being a stout guy, you know, I look out for stouts and porters when I'm in the winter. That's what I want to drink. So I feel like kind of uh, springtime, I think, would be more uh, optimal for this just yeah. because... Oh, that is lettuce season, so... It's... <laughs> yeah. That's the harvest season for lettuce. <laughs> uh, just because I think, you know, it, it still lends more, more heavy, and I think that's going to fit the cooler months, but, you know, it's... Uh, got some somewhat of a citrus taste that's kind of going to make you think of warmer months ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rob, what are you scoring? Dry hopped, double uh, dry hop, double dry hopped, formerly known as. It's the last time I'm saying. Um, I definitely want to try this on tap. Yeah. this is one like I really I, I can't put it in old alive. Come on out to Yorkville, we'll go. Yeah, this is this is right in the neck of my woods. Oh, so that's right. Both of both of these two were chosen specifically for by my new hometown. Might have to be a live show. Absolutely, it's a, it's a, it's a very nice space. I've uh, been there. They've got a they've got a huge patio area. Yeah, they're right by a train, so okay. it can get a little noisy. Uh, but the that's the inst- obscurity as well, right next to a train. That, that would make sense, Elvern. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I get stopped by the train every time I drive past it. Um, but like the inside is huge, like yeah. really nicely spread out. You don't feel like you're on. You know, there are some breweries where you do feel like you're on top of people. Sure, this one's really nicely spread out, uh, like a bunch of barrels for for tables. Always cool. So yeah, very very nice brewery. Yeah, we could certainly have a. Uh, a live show there. Nice. All right. So, like I said, I don't think I could put it in over-reliable territory. I definitely sure. like it enough where I think it could have the potential for that. But I have to try it on tap. I think it would be better on tap or even better on tap. So, I'm going to go a 3.86 here. 3.86. Uh, this one for me just just cracks that over-reliable. I really do like this one. Uh, it, has, it has that bitterness that I really like on the back end. Uh, just cracking it. I'll go four point oh five. Very good, uh, very good. And of course, you know, I, I brought it, so I have to be a little bit, <laughs> a little biased. A little biased. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, it was a lot of beers ago. I don't know if I had it on tap or not, but I certainly would like to have it on tap again. Yeah. Agreed, Bonnie. <laughs> um, Rob, any last notes here on any of these beers? I think you had great choices. Thank you. You did a great job. Really appreciate it. Um, from this series, you right there? I hit my ankle. <laughs> Boys are down bad with their body injuries. Um, uh, get better, Pat. Um, of these beers, ones that you did not bring, which was your favorite outside of D's Dems No, I think we all know that that was probably the, um, winner. It's probably a toss up between 
Snaggletooth Bandana and um, and Goldfinger Vienna Style Lager for me. That's fair. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to lean more towards the Vienna Style Lager just because I've had the Snaggletooth Bandana in the past already many yeah. times. Um, you know, this one is very fresh to me, so I just, I mean, it, and especially because, you know, it's starting to get cooler out. And right. It, it's just, it's hitting the vibes right now. It's, yeah, this is, it, <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> uh, if I were to say something that is, I mean, I think we could both agree, D's Dem Dose was the, the, the hands-down best one that was brought. It was. The, the, I mean, Vienna Style Lager, I think, might have scored higher, but, I mean, I can't, it, it, that was the beer I brought, so. I'm biased. Um, <laughs> but another one, Microphone Brewing, the beer that Brian brought, that was a very good beer. That was. Um, what was that? It was microphone Check, I believe, right? Yeah. One, uh, two, uh, yeah, Check 1-2. Uh, I believe I gave that a 4.13. 4. 4. Yeah, uh, that one was a very good beer. Um, and Unanay's beer, too. Yeah, um, less is more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, outside of... I'm trying to think. I mean... The the exit strategy one wasn't very good, and Alter's heavy squeeze was so so. Yes, uh, maybe worse for Rob, but I mean, <laughs> for the most part, like we we really knocked it out of the park. All yeah, you know, Tim, Brian, Richie, thank you guys for coming on and bringing some awesome beers. Most of um, everything above like three point five to yeah four point five range. I mean yeah, yeah phenomenal. Not, not really any choices, any massive duds. No, uh, you know no. Um, yeah, re- really really enjoyed. The, the, I mean, this was fun. I think we got to do this again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like giving shine to you know. I mean, this is. I know I'm gonna have to go to obscurity now. Workforce, I already knew. Church Street, I really need to go to. Yeah, I, that's I, uh, that one. And for me, that's not too far for me. Like it's yeah. it's like a 25 30 minute drive. Like I I, I can make it. It'll over be there. a live show coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what was the other one? Uh, I mean, Whiskey Hill, we've been to. Miskatonic's another one I really would like to go to. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of great beers that we had on. I look forward to, uh, to doing this one again. Yeah. This, this was fun. Some good choices. Uh, Rob, let's go ahead and change tape one last time, and then we will do a little another beer news and tell people what we got coming up. Sounds good. See you soon. Alrighty, let's close this bad boy out. Rob, in other beer news, what do you got? So I got a couple beers. I, I, I don't have a whole lot. But I tried beer for lightweights finally. Um, what you think? I kind of think it was everything you would expect in like this type of beer. You know, it's 76 calories, 2.5% ABV. Um, you know, it's definitely crushable, but yeah. it is very light in taste. Um, there's not a whole lot to it. Um, not to take anything away from it. Like I said, I think, you know, if you're on the golf course and you're trying to do, you know, nine for nine or whatever... I think it's manageable. Okay. <laughs> um, always a good always a good test. <laughs> uh, and then the other one I had, I went to the Bears game at Soldier Field. Uh, Soldier's Field. Yeah, it's Soldier's <laughs> Field. That's right. Uh, they have a beer called Tight Head. Or it's from Tight Head Brewing. It's called Long Snapper IPA. And it's uh, brewed in collaboration with the Bears' longest tenured player ever. Patrick Manley? Yes. Love that guy. So I guess they asked him, like, you know, what kind of style of beer he looks or he likes. And this is kind of what he described to them. He likes IPAs. Good so man. I already like them more. Um, but and I have the same number, 65. That's right. Uh, I thought it was kind of middle of the road, though. You know, it's kind of more malty than hoppy. 
the only reason I tried it be is because I originally asked for an anti-hero. And the lady was like, do you want to try this Tidehead Brewing Long Snapper IPA? You know, it's kind of new. And AKA they didn't have anti-hero. They did. Because I got anti-hero immediately oh, okay. after that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want another one of those, but... I mean, when you want an anti-hero, it's like, can I get a Coke? And they're like, well, we have Pepsi. And it's like, well, I'll just go kill this. <laughs> um, but. We don't condone. She goes, you want to know how she described anti-hero? Oh, good. She goes. Do I? You know, you could try an anti-hero. It's our hazy IPA. Or you could try Long Snapper. It's more of like a smoother IPA. You know, I. I was like, uh, one, anti-hero is not a hazy, but yeah, sure, I'll try a long snapper. You know, sometimes people just aren't cut out for the game. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. I heard that and I was like, all right, I have to tell, I have to tell Joe. I, I'm that's, saving that one for the, for the pod. That's depressing. <laughs> um, uh, but like could, I said. That couldn't be farther from the truth of what that is. I switched to Anti-Hero, had about four of those. and it was it was a great time. Remember when you used to not like Antihero? I know. It's it was the best beer option there. <laughs> it's the best beer option anywhere you go. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> any time of year. Any time of day. Uh, anything else, Rob? That's it for me. All right. I'm what do you got, Joe? I have, I've got a whole mix of things coming along here. It's uh, a new computer. Uh, from Cigar City Brewing, I had JLI. It's oh, a yeah. uh, IPA. Yeah. Great balance of hoppy and uh, hop and bitterness. Like really nice, smooth finish. Got ice cubes. Uh, you know, kind of a smooth finish on the end of it. Uh, it just makes it incredibly drinkable. Um, I would, I could certainly have two or three of those, no problem. Very good beer. Uh, and then I went to. Good old revolution. I was there. Um, I, Did you try the caramel uh, popcorn beer? I it's, it, This was a few weeks ago. Oh, so, okay. Uh, I don't think they've released it yet. Actually, I think it's today. Yeah, I think they just announced it today. Okay. So, um, But I did have Pursuit of... Uh, I've kind of backed myself in a corner now. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully in on the Pursuit of Freedom train. I have to just You're have... You're a sour guy now. I know. It... it Look, your palate changes every seven years. Turn 28, so it's just happening. Um, Pursuit of Freedom Limeade. Uh, it was refreshing and tart with a very strong lime taste. Your mileage will vary on if you like lime or not. It was enjoyable, but not nearly as good as Freedom Lemonade or Strawberry Lemonade. Those okay. two are head and shoulders above the, be uh, above the rest. Um, it was good. Would I get it again? No. Who, who was that? Who scored? Oh, who cares? Fullback. Um, sorry, folks. It's football season. You guys get to listen to us watch football. Um, but yeah, it, it was okay. Uh, and then I did have Revolution Brewing and 18th Street Brewing's collaboration, Shop Talk, uh, the IPA. With Ver Revolu Revolution, right? Yeah, Revolution yeah, yeah, yeah. 18th Street. Yeah. I've had it too, actually. Oh, you did? I forgot to include that on my other oh, beer. Well, let's, let's talk about it together. Okay. Um, I mean, very good IPA. I like this I thought one. I thought it was solid. It's heavy. It's it is heavy. heavy. I mean, it's. I think it's like seven point six percent ABV. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of those. I, I'd probably say like a one and done. 
like have to switch to something else. Yeah. You know, it's definitely not Certainly. something you could drink all night. Um, but very tasty. I mean, definitely more on the par of like kind of reminding me of like the beers we had from 18th Street. Yeah. You know, the very very much more heavier IPAs, but definitely packs a lot of taste. Yeah. I you know, had that kind of like dry piney mouthfeel to yes, it. Yes. A lot of piney. Uh, but you know, the hint of citrus just kind of helps Helps kind of push it along. So yeah. I do hope there's more collabs in the future. Very, very good beer. Yeah. I, I bought a four-pack of it. It was it was that good. So, nice. Uh, yeah, I had, had it on tap. So Nice. At its freshest. Oh, I'll have to try it on tap. I had it in a can. <laughs> Guess we'll have to go back to Revolution. <laughs> um, and then one last one, Hot Butcher. We're be- Hot Butcher, we're back on. Uh, I had Crinkle Cut. They're New England IPA. Probably one of their more flagship beers. Fantastic beer. Uh, right there in quality with D's Dem Do's. I think I'd probably lean the latter, but Crinkle Cut was just as good. Uh, dank with kind of a you know bitter grapefruit taste yeah. on the back end, but a, a very good beer. I uh, bought a four-pack of it. Very glad I did. I'm going to have to have more. Wow. So a New England slash like hazy IPA that you really liked. Uh, I mean... I wouldn't say it's more. It was definitely more New England. It wasn't like a haze bomb. Okay. I mean that that is Hot Butcher's kind of mo though. Like a lot of their beers are New England hazy. Yeah. Like that that is what they make, and they make a damn good one. Yeah. They understand less is more with right. this. So, um, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to do a Hot Butcher show because there's oh, a lot will. of beers out there that we have to we gotta we gotta give a whirl to. So, absolutely. Um, Rob, anything else? That's it for me. All right, uh, let's talk about what we got coming up on the show. We yeah. we planned out some things may come and go. We did lose a week, um, but Rob, what do we what do we have on tap? So some next things may may shift. Yes, <laughs> uh, next week, I know we're going to do a live episode. Uh, it's either going to be at Hop District or Bubble House, depending on which one is open. Probably or pot- or potentially Oswego. Or we we'll could talk, do last weekend. We'll talk out there. Um, but yeah. I know we're going to have a pumpkin beer show as well coming up. You yep. know, we're reaching the uh, October months here pretty soon. Um, and then ever since the uh, Brookfield's Uber, we've been just nonstop talking about Sierra Nevada's beers and how we need to do a show to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sierra Nevada is a great brewery. So Yes. Um, One of the forefathers, you could say, of craft brewing. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I would say so for sure. Um, yeah, and then uh, Hacker Shore, and then Tim's coming on the show. We're gonna do it this year, Halloween candy <laughs> show. Uh, we'll do. Do we want to do candy and chocolate, or just chocolate, or just candy? What do we want to do, do? All of it. We got to do. Uh, all of it. We do like half and half because you can pair it with sours and then pair it with like porters or stouts. Hmm. <laughs> I was just looking forward to eating candy. <laughs> this is the Girl Scout cookie show all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we, we got a lot of fun on tap. And then, of course, yeah, we hit the, the winter months where we'll we'll certainly do some some fun stuff there, too. For sure. Uh, Rob, anything else? Otherwise, let's go ahead and close this and watch some football. Yeah. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And? Cheers. Cheers.
Uh, bears. Peppers.